Welcome to MBA in a Day, a brief, deep, and easy to understand place to get and apply important business concepts and principles, the same that are taught in top-tier MBA programs. I'm Professor Strausser, and in the 25 years that I've been teaching in elite MBA programs, I've noticed folks like doctors, attorneys, engineers, scientists, nonprofit executives, small business people, entrepreneurs, folks that are already well-educated, already smart, but may not have had the kind of business training that they need to be successful in their business or practice. So whether you're listening to this in your car, while commuting to or from work, on a plane, at the gym, on the beach, or just want to learn about business, let's get started with this episode's exploration of critical business concepts. This episode will focus on the matter of change and how it affects not only leaders and managers, but how change affects the overall organization. Change is something that many of us are not too comfortable with because change indicates that something's going to be different. And especially if we're not real clear on what the change is all about, it can be a rather anxious and uh, sometimes troubling time for an organization and especially for the leaders of that organization. So good managers, good leaders really have to get their arms around the whole uh, idea and understand what change is all about. So in our highly competitive, very fast world today, change is developing, happens because of many things. For instance, the very fast and rapid ability to develop new products and services the uh, increased globalization and the threat from outside our borders of competitors who may be more nimble than we are, and that forces our organization to have to change. We have a very dynamic global economy that is continually developing disruptive ways of doing things And if we are going to effectively manage our organization, we have to keep our radar open and detect the coming changes outside of our organization and be able to adapt within our organization to take on these uh, new challenges. So when we look at change, we really can categorize it maybe in two uh, very broad buckets. One is a change that is reactive. That is, a competitor might introduce a new product or service in our space, and we very quickly have to adapt to that uh, new competitor's offering. Then there's also the change that is more deliberate and planned, kind of like preventive maintenance is for, uh, you know, taking care of your car. So... Proactive or planned change is when we uh, very deliberately take a look at some of the factors that are going to be um, related to our organization in the future, and we make plans for deliberately changing the organization, making changes to be able to deal with what we see maybe 
coming down the road as far as uh, factors that will affect our organization's performance. Factors that influence us from outside our organization, things like changing demographics, changing uh, patterns of age of our market, changing patterns of the education, say, of the people that we're serving in our organization. There's also technology that introduces the need for change. So sometimes a technology may come along that will provide us with the ability to do what we do better, faster, cheaper. And so we adopt that technology and introduce change, perhaps in the way that we're doing things. We also have a change in the way that we exist within an overall society. There may be societal norms that change that cause us to have to adapt to that. So, you know, over the past several years, the Me Too movement has certainly changed the way that organizations have to deal with um, matters of um, behavior in the market, behavior in the organization, and uh, those are taking place external to our organization, but are charging us with the idea of having to introduce some changes within an organization. We also may have some factors inside our organization that are causing change. That is that perhaps we have to change the way that we're rewarding people within our own organization. Um, We might identify this as a problem by looking at Uh, maybe unusually high turnover rates and cause us to think, well, maybe we need some, make some changes in the way that we reward and uh, recognize the people that are part of our team. And then there's also just the idea of changing the way that we manage people within our organization. So there's been an general and incremental approach to how we view our workforce. Looking back over 75 to 100 years where a workforce was looked at as rather a commodity-like approach and people were interchangeable and uh, just looked at as another operating asset to where today we really uh, value and want to develop the people that are working for us. And so this has introduced a change in the way that we handle matters of our human capital, our human uh, assets uh, that are producing, interacting with our customers, and making us an effective organization. This is being brought to you by MBA in a Day 2.0. Why spend years and $50,000 when you can get the recently updated classic business bestseller with easy-to-understand business principles and concepts, the same as those taught in top-tier MBA programs? Listeners to this broadcast can save $5 off the $19.95 retail price by going to mbaintheday.com and entering the code MBA2.0. Another way to look at change 
is in the lens of uh, different models of change. When we talk about an adaptive change, we're talking about a very somewhat unthreatening kind of change. It's simply maybe reintroducing something that we've done before or slightly adapting the way that we're doing things. A little bit more concerning to the folks in our organization might be innovation change, and that is introducing a new way of doing things or introducing something that is not that familiar to our organization. We might look at change as being very radical, and in some cases, a radical change is really a response from the outside, a sudden competitive threat. An 800-pound gorilla competitor announces that they're going to be opening up in our market. This kind of change uh, is rather quick, uh, very often dramatic, and uh, can be very anxiety-provoking within the organization. Behavioral scientists have looked at change. We begin with unfreezing our organization. That is that we try to impress upon our people the need for some kind of a change. Uh, We kind of have to sell the need for change. Sometimes this can be a big scaly monster that is lurking out there, and that's relatively easy to sell to our people about the need for change. But These more incremental kinds of changes may require even more kinds of uh, uh, more selling uh, because of the adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, sometimes we have to be preemptive and uh, unfreeze our, our organization by letting them know why it's important that we have to make some kind of change. Then the next stage is when we actually do the change. We adapt, we provide the new methods, the new ideas, uh, and then once we have successfully implemented the change, then there's the stage, the third stage, which is the uh, refreezing, where now we want to let the organization know that this is the new way we're going to be doing things, and this becomes a little more routine, a little more comfortable for our uh, employees for the people in our organization. We all have heard the, uh, the adage, there's uh, nothing as consistent as change. That change, the only thing we know for sure is that there is going to be change. And, you know, we, um, we adopt that as kind of an overarching ability to embrace the continuous need for not always changing, but understanding and evaluating when and if it's time to make some fundamental changes in our organization. We have the very human reaction to change, which is usually resistance. People get used to doing things in a rather systematic way. They become comfortable. uh, They become successful in a particular way of doing things. So it's not a surprise that when we introduce something new, 
there is likely going to be some natural resistance to it. Um, and so in developing change in an organization, it's very important to develop the notion of trust so that when we introduce the need for change through trust, the people, especially the people that are affected by the change, will understand and rely on their relationship with you and the organization as knowing what hopefully is the best for the organization and through this trust reduce the, um, the natural anxiety and resistance for change. It's important to understand kind of what's in the head of people when they hear about change and why is it that change can be so uncomfortable. For one thing, we have people that just are naturally not comfortable and not interested in seeing any kind of change in their work environment. There's also the natural idea of fear. What will this change mean to me? How will this affect you know, my future, how it affect um, the things I've gotten used to. There's also a matter of mistrust that may develop within an organization. And so this is where the uh, relationship building with employees and the people that we're leading becomes very important to reduce this uh, opportunity for mistrust by developing a strong connection where the people who are affected by the change are going to be more comfortable with whatever it is that we're uh, talking about. We also have a very natural fear of failure. And when we introduce change, we also inherently bring in the fact that we might fail at this. Or if I'm, a, if I'm an employee and I am part of this change, and this is new, I may not perform as well as I may have in the past, and therefore I might be more set up for a possible failure. We also find that uh, people in an organization naturally develop peer groups, and if the need for change is not sold throughout the organization, there may be some peer pressure that uh, naysayers will influence other people about the uh, validity of the change and how it's being brought about. We also have to be very sensitive in introducing change to think about how the people in the organization are going to view this change in terms of their own security, their own self-worth, uh, their own level of commitment to the organization and think about and try to um, predict what are going to be the hot button matters that will get in the heads of our employees related to this pending change and try to address those in advance. Change, it's obviously something that in today's world, we continuously have to evaluate and embrace having an understanding of the factors influencing change hopefully will 
bring this into better focus when the time comes to have to introduce a change and for you as a manager or leader to make the change as smoothly and efficiently and productively as possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of MBA in a Day. Why spend years and $50,000 when you can get the recently updated classic business bestseller with easy-to-understand business principles and concepts, the same as those taught in top-tier MBA programs? For listeners to this broadcast, you can save $5 off the $19.95 retail price by going to mbaanaday.com and entering the code MBA 2.0.